Shouts to all Geordie mothers everywhere and everybody in the live chat there. Nice to see you. Sorry, I was a, a run doing a runabout where the ease were happening, but um, had to get a new battery, that kind of thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, just going to talk about Andrew Tate today, basically, the whole thing. Um, I have been reticent to cover these sort of more populist or pop, like, is he popular or is he just having people watch him because it's like that man's morbid fascination with the car crash i don't know but um he definitely seems to have a lot of fans <laughs> the top g himself i mean i don't want to get too much into the like i don't know I, I think we need to break it down a bit we've done a bit on andrew tate in the past right and um you know, it was well received. It was more aimed towards parents and things, and there'll be an element of that as well. This is a little bit about how it's being received politically in the UK, as well as um, the stuff around how it's affecting kids, because some of the stuff that uh, teachers are saying is just mad. And then um, just the wider stuff as a result of it. So let us know what you think of Andrew Tate in the, in the comments. Audio people, I'm about to take a drink. Never fear. We're back. Um, we're back to the lemon balm tea for herbal tea watchers out there. It's looking good. It's a nice thing. What we got? Who's in the comments? Who are you? Bob Grady's in, rocking the E's. Ashley Smith, what's Gannon? Zoe's in, morning all. Joanne's in. E. Jenny Schramm's in. Wahey. How we hit man stream yard? There we go. John in. Now then, now then. Jez Hunt from the Wales. Oi oi. And Joanne's saying, What's happened to the rotter now? I assume we are talking of Tate. Um, plenty. I'm about to tell you in a bit. But um just wanna uh just wanna talk a bit, I think. I don't specifically know what I want to talk about yet, but I definitely need to talk. Oh, Adam Nick's just popped up. E also. Adam, man, StreamYard. There we go. Nice one, Nick. Thanks for being here, brother. Um, I just want to talk, I suppose, and I just want to see what comes out of my mouth because, like, I've, I don't know, today it's just, I'm not going to be including this in the release later, by the way. I'm going to, like, snip all this out and edit it, so it'll be on the, the live like but you know it's one of them things isn't it um the tate stuff will all be out like snipped up in a different thing entirely i am feeling like i mean you may if you've read some of the stuff i wrote this morning feeling a little bit like fucking hell. oh wow flipping hell it's three minutes 28 just feeling a little bit like sort of um low and it worries us because I was feeling a bit more up yesterday. So it's kind of bounced between the two. And somebody mentioned in one of the comments today, sounds like concussion. But obviously, I did get a concussion. And maybe I need to look a bit further into like sort of the um, more longer term impacts of it. Because it was pretty heavy when it happened. Like, um, And I just haven't felt right, obviously, since then. So it was just to give you the... The heads up about that. I just feel fucking weird, flipping weird. Honestly, man, geez, four minutes in, another less than a minute until we can be normal adult human beings. Bloody hell! It's bloody hell against the rules. Who knows? 
don't know. Well, I, I just wanted to know how you are feeling as well. And maybe we'll talk about that um, as well. So let us know in the comments how you are doing and how you're feeling about the way the world is. I was explaining it to my partner today. We're living in it at the time, as you know, if you've watched this or listened to this before, of the great forgetting, which, you know, is reminiscent of what happened after the um, Spanish flu in early part of the last century uh, globally. Um, and afterwards, it went in the roaring 20s where people just went off on a mad head- hedonist one. Um, and it's, I'm finding it very hard to be the one of the people who still wants to talk about something that's like really dangerous as in COVID and climate change, climate emergency, all of this other shit. Well, people are just sipping cocktails on the Titanic. I'm finding that incredibly hard to deal with. It's almost like, um, and I understand this because like, you know, we've spoke about this with clinically vulnerable people. I completely get how you feel. Because I've thrown me lot in with yous, haven't I? <laughs> Which is obviously the right thing to do. I mean, like, um, it's strange to me how, I mean, you expect right-wing people to do it, but people on the left just completely ignoring the fact that clinically vulnerable people exist. And there's, at the last count, I think 1.9 million people were on COVID in the UK. Totally unsustainable. It'll just multiply and get worse, and then everything will crash. So as I keep saying, it's like, you know, this stuff... People might not want to take an interest in. I mean, they're not here, so we can talk amongst ourselves. Um, they might not want to take an interest in, but it's going to take an interest in them sooner rather than later. It's just a fact. Like, you can't not. I mean, you know, if we've been watching this or listening to this as many as you here have before, it's very, very bad. And it's not just clinically vulnerable people, because guess what? Anybody can be made clinically vulnerable people with, with repeat infections. And that's worrying us. And as I say, I didn't know what was going to come out of my mouth when I decided to just open it and start talking at the top of this. But there's stuff on my mind. That's one of them. And it's how people, I can't get past it. Like how people are considered to be decent are just ignoring this. And it's not doing me any favors either. Like, I mean, obviously, it's not it's not really like a very privileged position to be sat in, like sitting in this seat talking about this stuff at all. And uh it's yeah, I find it incredibly sinister and troubling. Like how people can just be spooked into just being horrible. Like I, 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 you know, you you see it in theory, like in textbooks or just in like things that you watch or research, or whatever. But when we was we're like seeing it now, and then the overlap and climate emergency, and nothing's being done. And if you're cognizant of it, because the choices are this: be cognizant of all of this, and understand the severity of it. And the sub choices from that is is plug yourself back in, uh, like. The choice B, which is ignore it completely and sip cocktails on the Titanic. So your choice is cocktails on the Titanic or it's (laughs) being cognizant of everything that's happening and then choosing whether you're going to do something about it or not or going back to cocktails on the Titanic. Those are the choices. And there's something that we can do about it. It's relatively simple. I mean, it's like um, (laughs) just these filter systems. 
And I just cannot believe, like, there's no big trade union push from this. Nobody's talking about this. Like, that I can see we're talking about it as part of this Cow Daily community, which is something I wanted to talk about too. Like, I'm seeing very much the Cow Daily community and the MTC page community as being two separate things. And that's because of the treatment that I receive. Like, uh, I, from yous here and the Cow Daily community, I receive the respect. I'm not asking for anything else. Like, I get respect, we disagree, but respectfully. And that's a beautiful thing. I'm saying it's a beautiful thing because it stands out from what seems to be the norm, certainly online. Um, which is to just be an absolute shite bag. Um, and it frustrates us because like, I wouldn't allow people to go on like that in front of me face, I suppose. And it's something that I, I've I've got a lot better at over the years. I mean, you would have to really, you'd have to have developed like a skin like a rhino. But at the minute, it's worse than ever. And do you know what? It's not Tories who are doing it. <laughs> not at all, actually. The, the, the Tories that do get on there, I actually get on with. Like we agree to disagree, weird. Huh? Um, I think we know who's doing it, and um, yeah, it does affect you. Of course, it does, and I, I, I would never sit here and claim that it's not. It, it affects us, and hence why I'm taking ten minutes or so for just saying what was going to come out of my mouth because, like, I just needed to not be rattling around in my bloody head, and I wanted to work out what I need to actually do about this and what I'm doing as a result of it, and I think this is part of it. It's like. Is this the right thing for me to do for me? I've never asked myself that question, um, really, and actually give it much thought. So I'm going to give that thought now. And um, I'm not going to be all like, I will never like stop because of the these bastards will never. I mean, don't give a, you know, a shit about detractors in a sense and like that. I'll make me decisions on what I do next based on. Um, what I feel rather than like what other people are trying to make me feel, you know, but I've been doing this for like nearly 10 years now. And, um, this is the hardest time and there's been some hard times, man, but this is the hardest time, um, because of this whole great forgetting thing. It's a very hard place to be, um, wanting to go, look, look this is really bad like it's still really bad and but that's one of them things isn't it i mean like i understand that i'm catching stray ones left and right on this because nobody wants to be told like all of this is really bad because the the other side of it is like you know certainly in the uk a lot of hope has been removed um so i can't with the best will in the world, turn around and say, this is what we're going to do X, Y, and Z. It's been worked out as it goes along because there's a crisis of leadership in people who are supposed to care. Like, there's no leadership on the left. Show me the leadership. I mean, the, the Mick Lynch, but he's shown leadership for his members, and rightly so. He's not, like, carrying the whole bloody left on his shoulders, is he? And nor should he. He's not a politician. The politician should be, though. And that's another thing that bothers us. And I'm just like, I just see a hell of a lot of people like who have opened Pandora's box by this whole hope thing, come and do the hope thing. And then they're shuffling back 
are trying at least to get safe passage back into Pandora's box themselves and they want to shut the lid and pretend that we all don't exist. Mad, isn't it? Like even the people that we like and uh, and I talk about this a lot, but again, I just wanted to get this out of my mouth. It's fucking not good, is it? 2023 is not good. We'll have small communities like this, the Cow Daily one, and I swear to you, that's keeping me doing this. Because I find it very hard, very hard, and have all my life to respect people who lead people off down the garden path, and then when it gets hard, they're nowhere to be fucking seen. I find that incredibly difficult to deal with, particularly when I can't directly confront those people. Um, this isn't confrontation, like through like I don't mean like confronting violence. People like with, on the online want to give it the hyperbole. Confrontation, like violence, is very much ten steps down the line. You can confront somebody quite easily, and it never be about violence. There can be constructive confrontations. Most of them are, to be honest, because ultimately people don't want that fuma, do they? So they tend to reel their necks in. But I struggle with that, and I always have. I'm a very straight up person, like I'll, uh, and I'll tell you what I think. And um, I find it very hard when people think they can bully us online and stuff. It's weird. It's like, what is wrong with these weird, weird people? Um. So yeah, I just wanted to get this off my chest because I feel, and I still feel. And this does tie in with the subject of today's show with Tate and whatever, that being open and being honest about how you truly feel instead of putting on all these personas is the way to go in life, even though people will, um, and more and more now, the more fash that air the world goes. And we'll see how that connects in with the Andrew Tate stuff in a bit. The more that goes that way, the worse this is getting. So I wanted to do the Andrew Tate thing today as a bit of an illustrator of where I'm coming from with like all of this in terms of um, how the younger generation specifically, but there's cringe in all demographics are being like um, turned into something akin, I feel, to Nietzsche's Ubermensch Superman. And why that is a problem in terms of like, you know, the wider topics that we talk about here on Cow Daily quite a lot in regards to like global fascism and what is actually really going on like right now. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the show again, just be easier for us to edit. Um, I'm not just stay on online. I'm just going to um, kick the old uh, and ruin and then we're going to start straight away with the tate thing and i must remember not to swear in the first five minutes i'll try my best but i just think these things are important and i think um i think i've been too stuck on illustrating these things via um like political actors whereas i think sometimes we can illustrate these things by going through pop culture and to be honest with you that's something that i've always done and for i'm just fucking wanting revenge do you know what i mean so i think i've just got a bit focused on the labor party because i fucking hate them and i don't give a fuck who knows it <laughs> absolute rotters man like full on and i wasn't going to mention them today but i absolutely fucking hate them properly 
because of the things they've done and the things they haven't done. Nothing I've done, nothing you've done. Um, no matter how much gaslight and whatever they want to say, um, we just wanted a better world. And I'm still coming to terms with what's happened. And one of the ways that I'm working that out is by doing things like this. Um, I'm working all this out in my head on the fly as it goes. And I appreciate you being here and being part of that as an equality as part of this community because I just sit here with the microphone. We're all the same. We're all equal, aren't we? So, man, yeah, I just wanted to get off my chest. There's 16 minutes or, or whatever of me doing that. And I had to do it, man. I just absolutely and utterly sick to the back teeth of cowards, man. I say this all the time on here, and I'm just struggling. I just, I, like, it's just, I just can't seem to not ruminate on how cowardly people are right now. Like, I just can't understand, like, you don't have to be some kind of like bullshit artist like Andrew Tate and all that. I'm big and strong, me. Strength comes from honesty. That's your fucking starting point. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Simple as. So I'm just going to have a quick drink and a blast on this, and then we'll kick the intro in, and we'll go from there. And I see a lot of your comments, and I know what kind of people you are. You're lovely people. And without even opening them, I thank you for your kindness. Uh, I'm going to get on with the show because I haven't walked the dog yet. Um, there's a lot of material to get through today and I've done a lot of work this morning to pull it together for you. So um, really let us know what you think. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to just gonna crack on with that. So just give us two seconds. I'm going to do this. Apologies. Our audio people might not even hear this because I'm going to snip it. Who cares? Oh, and I'll put this out on audio with the preamble, but the rest of it can be snipped up later. I can't it. Right. Two seconds. Don't get us wrong, I'll fucking overcome this. I always do. I know how strong my brain is, like, but I don't need anybody else to tell us that. I know that myself, but like, I just need to get this off my chest this morning, just lay there staring at the ceiling in the dark. Just like, this is a tough and cruel world, isn't it? There's like reality A, which is reality, and reality however many other ones you want, because that's how we've been atomized to believe some shit. And I just feel furious right now at like people's willingness to just believe any old shit. But anyway, that's a almost seamless intro into the biggest purveyor of shit on the planet. One of them anyway, that's Andrew Tate. So anyway, that's me drink. Let's crack the opening titles, back in here and we'll get the show on the road i had to get that off my chest before i did this next bit because it would have just been like right this is our new turn da, da, da. at least now i've got it off my chest i can actually try and like deliver this with some kind of like boomph. but you know cow daily community it's warts and all right back at is love years right <sighs> let's go opening titles everybody welcome to uh cow daily today we're going to talk about andrew tate and the update and developments with him we're going to talk about um what teachers are saying about him we're going to talk about um the latest court case that's been brought in the uk against him 
and also just talk about some of the copycats and some of the wider um, issues that society is facing because of this kind of thing. And also it's intersections with fascism. Um, we'll talk about materialism and also um, why misogyny is on the rise and how there's a scene within uh, women which is kind of like acting as a catcher's mate for these people. So that's what we're doing today. Um, thanks to everybody uh, for being here and we'll kick straight into some of the video. There's a fair bit of material to get through, but it's worth it. So this video here is um, from Kay Burley from Sky News. She's posted this and it says, three women from the UK are considering suing the controversial influencer Andrew Tate for damages over allegations he raped and abused them. We asked policing minister C. Philip Official, I assume Chris. There are, you know, since Liz Trust, they've been on a revolving, um, revolving dance floor, much like the one at the boat and the tune back in the day. So they've asked if Hertfordshire Police should reopen their original investigation. Let's have a look. Let me ask you about um, Tate, Andrew Tate. Police admitted uh, that the process in investigating the rape cases uh, against him was slow. Uh, rape cases are treated differently now. Mm. Is there, as policing minister, are there grounds to get the criminal case reopened by Hertfordshire Police against Andrew Tate? So individual decisions about individual criminal cases are for the police to make themselves. They're operationally independent of government and I can't and should not be able to direct the police on individual cases um, or, or sort of suggest publicly what the police should or should not do on an individual case. Um, you are right to say, however, that the way that rape cases are investigated um, ha are being significantly improved because over recent years, the, the level of rape uh, prosecutions and convictions has been far too low. There's no question about that. And there's a whole new way of doing this called Operation Soteria, which was trialled. Yeah, which was trialled in Avon and Somerset. And where, where it was trialled a year or so ago, um, it led to a, a sort of doubling or tripling of the number of, number of rape charges. That's being rolled out nationally. That rollout will be complete by June of this year. And we would expect that, based on the early pilot forces, to result in very, very large increases in the number of charges Should and convictions. Um, for, well, I mean, the police can, can uh, have the power to investigate uh, off historic offences whenever they want. Would you support they, Hertfordshire Police looking at that case again? I would support any police force, including Hertfordshire, looking at any case, including historic cases, where they feel there is reasonable speculation or there is evidence that deserves or merits investigation. So whether it's the case you mentioned or any other case, uh, the police should definitely be investigating any case, whenever it occurred, where uh, they believe there is a reasonable line of inquiry. Let me ask you about... So that was your yeah, policing minister there. Um, just bear with us. I'm just going to put a couple of things up in the studio and we'll dance from there. So, yeah, that was that side. But we also have video from the other side, which is Labour. And Kay Burley also asked what Angela Rayner says, one of the most trustworthy people in the country. I'm sure everybody agrees. Good old Angela, voice of the working class and proper socialist. But just to clarify, are you saying that Labour would uh, support um, Hertfordshire Police looking again at this if um, yes. they felt that there was further information that could be uh, um, found? Yes, we do. And we think that, you know, Labour's had a focus on crimes against women and girls because the statistics are absolutely appalling. 
um, for rape conviction rates. And even those that do go to court, they're taking an average around three years to get to court. So many women are dropping their cases because they just can't hold on for that long. And, you know, it just shows how brave these women are in particular, because despite all the hurdles that they face, they continue to seek justice. And I think that bravery should be applauded and we should do everything we can to support them in getting the justice that they deserve and their moment in court where they can put their case forward. So um, wonders will never cease. I am in full agreement with Angela Rayner. (laughs) <laughs> which must be a first for quite some time. But anyway, this isn't about the Labour Party. But what I will say about the Labour Party is if you tune in for the first time and it's on the Andrew Tate tip, um, the Labour Party are not to be trusted and um, they probably aren't going to do what they said they were going to do with this. That's not me saying it, that's history. So anyway... So what, I'll have a look at the comments, see what you've got to say about this very one. Two seconds. <laughs> Jez is saying, and uh, is this honestly true? Apparently the Taliban are concerned that he got locked up. So that's a thing. Like, have they put out an official statement or anything? Because I'd love to see that. Like, um, <laughs> Ashley's saying, probably shouldn't have started talking about labor if you didn't want to swear. Have I sworn in this? Because I like I'm looking at the clock and I can't remember when I started it. Is this five minutes? Um yeah, so right, I'll come back to the like the original comments a little bit uh, later on after after this part of the show. A few bits and bobs. So just on Andrew Tate himself, if you don't know who he is, I mean he posted this today on Twitter. Women, you don't get married for Instagram. You don't get married to spend money. You don't get married to annoy your ex. You don't get married for fun or freedom. You get married to belong to and dedicate yourself to your man. Are you really ready? So, I mean, this is obviously uh, like grooming talk and all of that. But a lot of what he says is just like that kind of like weird Instagram influencer shit with like a dose of pure misogyny and a little bit of that sort of like fashy stuff. So what I've got up on here on the screen is conceive, believe, achieve. For people who watch martial arts, they will know Michael Bisping um, dismantled Luke Rockhold at a pre-fight press conference when he started with all of this like weird Instagram mindfulness shit. But now that's got its place. It really does have its place and it helps some people some of the time. But it's becoming this kind of replacement for... Um, opportunity in society and it's becoming more and more about blaming the individual for not being a success um and i think the likes of tate tap into that particularly with his audience which is mainly um teenagers but has grown into like you know i mean there's there's no real sort of age group or whatever and it's not just like men or young boys there is some women as well which women like I am a man, so if you could tell me like what you feel that is about in the comments, I'd be I'd be appreciative. So after Andrew Tate posted, this is today, by the way, on Twitter. After he posted all of that, he also posted this, which is a link to the Guardian article, and it's about Eleanor Williams jailed for eight and a half years after rape and trafficking lies. Um, this was in Barrow, um, in Cumbria. And it caused civil unrest as well. Um, this person 
um, lied about um, a series of men and has received eight and a half years in jail for this. And to my mind, rightly so. Like, she should. But also, we should be careful about, like, this whole, like, I will send them all send them all to jail for the same amount that they would have got them put away. Because sometimes, like, law gets it wrong. So I don't think it should be, like, this leads to this. It should be assessed, each case, on its merits, just like this one was. So it's nice to see justice served. Also, as well, the, the Tate stuff, it follows on from... Um, years and years of like caricaturing the left I've on on screen we've got like images of people a lot of them with like colored hair like red green whatever um but also there's like uh, a snowflake and then like men with a beard who look a certain way a bit jesusy and whatever so it's we've all seen that caricature like Andrew Tate has kind of like uh, ran with that because it was a great way of getting views and still is in a lot of ways, just being like nasty and controversial and whatever. So the reason I bring this up is this. The Ubermensch, German pronunciation, um, translation in English as overhuman, is a concept in the philosophy of Friedrich Nietzsche in his 1983 book, Thus Spoke, it's actually the spake Zarathustra originally. Um, Nietzsche has his character Zarathustra posit the Ubermensch as a goal for humanity to set for itself. The Ubermensch represents a shift from otherworldly Christian values and manifests the grounded human ideal. I'd like to put the religious aspect in context here. When uh, Nietzsche wrote this 1883, um, the, it wasn't taken into the context of now, obviously, when Andrew Tate is converted as a Muslim. And I you know, I don't want to speak on that. I don't know if it's like real, fake, whatever. I don't follow this guy, but I just wanted to like uh, make that clear um, because people might misconstrue that as like he's transcended Christian values and to become a Muslim. Like for me, like I respect people's right to practice religions, but I don't see any of them as in any kind of hierarchy. They are what they are. So Think of this quote from 1883, which is very different to now, 2023. Um, so this is from philosophynow.org, um, from an article called Men of Steel, Superman versus Ubermensch. In this sense, Superman, because within the article, just for clarity, they're comparing and contrasting the caricature in the West of the Superman with the Ubermensch. So in this sense, Superman does correspond to the Ubermensch. He's a symbol of power and superiority, a man-god in place of Nietzsche's dead god, enforcing his own justice under no authority other than his superior might and his personal moral compass. I don't know if Andrew Tate read, read any of this stuff, but he's just absolutely positioned himself as this thing, and he's done very well at it with his audience of lost people and in 2023 when people feel hopeless and lost this kind of thing it gives a, a veneer of hope so young people especially and for context i was a community and youth worker for 20 odd years so i'm not just talking about this in a vacuum i'm not saying i'm an expert but i've definitely got a lot of experience that i can um, impart in this kind of discussion so that being said um, this is basically what Tate has positioned himself as. Very successful at it too, and going really well with young people by the looks of it. So 
another thing I want to introduce as well, which I mentioned earlier in this piece, is the trad wife scene, which is gaining ground. So a trad wife is short for a traditional wife, according to TikTok, SD Williams is a woman who prefers to take a traditional or ultra-traditional role in marriage, including the beliefs that a woman's place is in the home. Um, this was from a New York Post article. Critics say viral trad wife movement romanticizes sexism. Um, the look is very much like this. And for audio people, Laura Ashley style dresses, um, like very sort of coiffured haircuts um, for face and makeup. Every day, I mean, that must be bloody tiring having to get up every morning and look like that before your man gets up. But this is um, gaining ground. Um, and it's obviously a very regressive step. But when young men feel a certain way and they're given easy scapegoats because they feel lost, alone, and without any chance of a sexual relationship. These kind of things feed in, but guess where they're positioned on social media? Um, this is a TikTok person, and they're making money out of this. So is this a real thing? Is it not? People can play roles. I don't know. Um, there just seems to be. I mean, Andrew Tate's blatantly full of it. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but also I think the more... Because I remember him being, before all of this, on some mad documentary, and I'm trying to find it, right? where he's just some little goof, like a proper goofball. And I'm sure it's him. And I wish I could find it or remember that documentary, but I will because I'm an obsessional person. <laughs> but anyway, this trad wife thing is my idea of hell. Can you imagine, man, like somebody just like, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, being absolutely not mentally stimulating whatsoever. You'd have, As a man, you'd have to be some kind of empty vessel or some kind of like really insecure person to want like something that extreme. Like it seems to me that like Esme Williams and these trad wives, for the most part, are playing some kind of like little woman role. It's weird. It doesn't seem authentic. And I mean, I don't know enough about it to at this point, but I'm I'm certainly looking to like look into this thing more and do more kinds of shows around these scenes because I've always had a real interest in like like culture and how it develops and like why it develops as well and it's it seems very interesting to me that the likes of Andrew Tate and others we're going to show some of these copycats in a moment and strap yourself in it's not good um like why these people are getting so much traction like in terms of like reach and whatever. And it can't all just be because like everybody wants to be this Ubermensch type figure or at least pretend to be. It can't just be that. But, you know, we'll work this out as ever as we go along. So, oh, by the way, as well, you know I'm going to get destroyed in the comments. Last time we did a show about Andrew Tate, it's just attract rotters. Like, <sighs> but, you know, that's you've got to do these things, man, because at the end of the day, right, and we'll touch on this right at the end. I'll play a video about what um, what I feel is like healthy relationship interchange stuff. Um, the likes of Tate are just send, selling young people an absolute ringer. I don't know any women who want to be completely and utterly treated in this way by rotters. Um, it's well seen that the likes of Andrew Tate 
um, a Guardian article said recently he goes after 18, 19 year old girls um, because he can groom them. It's like, I mean, he's a rotter and a half, but young people are, are thinking that this is the way to behave, which is just madness. Madness incarnate. So anyway, we're going to have a look at some of these absolute just, I mean, you wouldn't want him coming after you, this lad, by the way. But at the same time, that's no reason not to talk about absolute rotters. So this is like basically... If you ordered Andrew Tate off Wish, right, then what you're finding is is this crocodile-looking motherfucker here. So check this guy out, man. What a cringe. Jeez, summer is coming up, and unfortunately, some of you are going to be broke in summer. And you can't be broke for summer, bro. Trust me. People like me will take your girl when she's on holiday with her girls. Haha, <laughs> sad, I can't lie. But you need to fix that ASAP, my G. Need to fix it, bro. Let me tell you why OnlyFans is the best fucking possible solution for you. 100% profit. You don't need to invest money up front. 100% profit. We teach you how to build your agency, how to get the models, how to make them work, and you're not even in my group yet. So you will stay broke. Easy as that, bro. With the OnlyFans industry, bro, you work with beautiful women. You go on holidays with them, like I did many times. You become respected, bro, even by your girl. She'll find out that you're working with beautiful women. She'll behave more. Why the fuck haven't you started OnlyFans management yet, bro? Why? Think, bro. Think. Uh, get on the fucking winning team, bro. Stop waiting. Summer is right around the corner, bro. Don't be broke for summer, bro. Gee. Right, so that is just some little dafty, like, clearly. And basically what he's doing is, is he's, like, trying to be an Andrew Tate um, dick rider, shall we call it. And he's... um basically teaching young people about something called the only fans industry which is pimping like he's teaching people how to pimp women and also talking within that how to make women do what he wants so he's just a pimp like there's nothing like glittery or good about this he's exploiting women um or that's what he says he's doing anyway um that i thought oh maybe that's just like you know somebody's having a laugh he doesn't he's playing a character or whatever um but no, here we have this. Same guy. Listen to this, man. Guys, most of you listen to your guru, your game guru. And none of... Hold on a minute. That didn't start properly. I am going to stop this now. Two seconds. I'll hide this in the stream for you. My apologies. So this is this dafty here. Same dafty same sharky looking fool he's like that type of lad at school who you just feared who looked like a man when he was 15 he looked like this when he was 15 he's never <laughs> he probably looked like this when he's like 55 and all just you know you know them ones them lads anyway check this guy out what a cringe machine guys most of you listen to your guru your game guru and none of the fucking gurus that teach game tell you this Instantly whip your dick out, bro. If your lips in her, instantly whip it out. If you're talking to her, just whip it out, bro. Slap it on your hand. Slap it. And then she'll get wet. Easy as, bro. You don't need to fucking spit game, talk bullshit. You don't need to, bro. Just whip it out, bro. Whip your dick out. Trust me, bro. Right. Lads. Lads. Listen to me. Listen to me. Women do not want this. If you want to have a sexual like a sexual relationship based on exploitation, do that. Because what he's teaching you to do there, right, is um, 
basically get yourself on the sex offenders register for probably about 10 years. And rightly so. No man or anybody should be whipping their dick out unsolicited and slapping it around and all of that. It's fucking sexual assault. So you've got these people here, Tate's doing it as well, teaching young men how to be a pimp and how to be this just weird sex case. Because that's all it is. These people are just akin to nonsense as far as I'm concerned. Like how anybody thinks any differently blows my mind, but here we are. So if you, lads, if you want a shortcut to being alone, then by all means, do what these dickheads say. And by the way, they're trying to get money out of you while they're doing it. Funny that. So, bro, join the OnlyFans industry, bro. What are you doing? Come and exploit women, bro. And maybe catch a case later on and end up on the beast wing. You, he's just beast wing central, this fucking dick, isn't he? So, stick a bit of this back in. Oh, there's that trad wife. How, like, how, how, why do people fancy this kind of thing? It's weird, man. It's weird. So, a little bit on the fascist stuff. Interesting how it intersects with the Nietzsche Ubermensch and the Nietzsche Ubermensch, for people who didn't don't know, the Nazis were very interested in that work. Um, can't go too deep right now, but interesting, something Andrew Tate himself retweeted, which was humbly requesting permission to repeat what one of my YouTube fans, the cringe of calling people fans, said, when every government censorship machine and leftist goes against someone, I look for the reason he's the real deal. So basically, the problem with that is, right, we have um, large amounts of money around the world trying to amplify um, parts, if not all, of the Andrew Tate message. So it's very interesting that he seems to be everywhere, no time at all, like, but there you go. A um, few years is no time at all. And the top, the top moment is this, right? These people, anything that even vaguely resembles left wing is now seen as weak. So you see how we pulled that uh, thing with the women with the dyed hair, caricatures of black people, snowflakes, all of that. That's been going on for a long time. You know, um, that whole war on woke thing, the thing GB, it's all part of the same ecosystem. And what it's about is um, amplifying global fash. And any kind of opposition, making them out to be soft. And I mean, it's mad, really, because some of the hardest people that I know um, are left wing. So it's not the thing is, though, it's like not even a case of like, oh, well, let's amplify all these people who can chin people. Like, listen, chinning people is great for self-defense or if you're competing in a sport. But like going around and just being all like... Oh, I'm going to chin you because I've got to show that, like, how hard the left is. I think people will see how hard people on the left are if the whole fascist thing ever does happen. And I think people would get a shock about who's this, that, and the third. But also, people on the left need to understand there's been a big push on the right wing for years now to train as martial artists or train to defend themselves. So I'd suggest you learn. Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a good starting point because um, if you're in the guard position with your legs like that, bring them in. Fucking bosh. Really good thing to learn. And I would suggest, given the level of misogyny around, I'd, I'd advise any woman. And I know we do this whole thing where women shouldn't have to and all that. 
We're living in 2023. I'd advise anybody, not just women, to learn to defend yourself properly. Um, you know, that's all I can say on the matter, really. Guidelines and all that, in it. But um, I'm just going to play this final video. And this, for me, right, is a really, really great thing. Um, it's from a podcast called Be Better Podcast. Um, and the caption here is, this is what these new young N-words need to hear instead of Andrew Tate and Fresh and Fit. I don't know who Fresh and Fit are, but I'm going to go right ahead and assume they're spouting the same nonsense. Um, here's a woman who looks like one of those caricatures, sadly for them, but listen on. Right, I don't, I'm just going to pull this up. So this is a good, a good bookend, I feel. It provides a little bit of balance, and it's just nice to hear. I, th I assume these two people are, in a, are a couple. It's just nice to hear people talking in this healthy way. And if you want to hear somebody spit game, bro, on how to how keep a woman, this is the way. Well, before you do that, I want to say one more thing. Okay. So you thanked me for making the bed, and I've been doing that since we've been together. If your wife wakes up every morning and she's been doing it for the last five years or like every Sunday morning and she cooks a big breakfast for your family, tell her thank you. Yeah. If your man comes home at the end of the day and before hopping in the shower, he comes into the kitchen and gives you a kiss every night, tell him you love him doing that. That's actually what I was about to get into. Oh. <laughs> the, the, coming home, the coming home kissing thing. Oh, the coming home kissing. Would you look at that? Yeah, because we talked. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth, bitch. Smooth. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> We uh, we talked about that last night we because did. when we're gone, um, I always make it a point when you leave and you go get groceries or you go do anything and you're gone for more than an hour to stop whatever I'm doing when you walk in the door and walk to wherever you're at. You need mm -hmm. help with groceries? Is there anything I can help you with? I'm glad you're home. It's a quick interaction, but that mm -hmm. quick interaction lets you know that I missed you because I'm I'm coming right to the door. Yeah. Um, it lets you know that I care enough to help if you need help. Uh, but there is a warmth in knowing that somebody fucking missed you and that you're coming home to a welcoming. When I'm gone for six or seven hours, it doesn't matter if you're cooking. It doesn't matter if you're cleaning or, or doing laundry or laying on the couch. When I come in the door, you stop what you're doing and you come to me. You hug me and kiss me and let me know that I missed. Mm -hmm. Coming home to that versus coming home to I fucking told you to clean the garage out yesterday. Why didn't you do it? You're going to have a very different life with your partner. And it doesn't take much to just realize that like he could be having a bad day. You could be having a bad day. Yeah. And if you hit him with your bad day, as soon as he walks to the door and he's had a bad day, you guys are just going to fight. Take that extra second. I missed you today. I fucking missed you today. My day sucked ass. Hug, kiss. My day sucked ass too. You want to talk about it? Yeah, let's vent. You have it out. You talk about how bad your days were. But the intimacy has already started mm -hmm. instead of conflict starting. You want to come home to those situations. Spit game, bro. Spit game. That's how you keep a woman. Now, but in all seriousness, that is one of many reciprocal ways of respect. And you know what I did after I watched that this morning? I went downstairs to give my partner a hug because I realized she'd been away yesterday, right? And I was straight in with the problems and I didn't welcome her home. And I was like, shit, I'm not that guy, am I? So I went downstairs to do that. She wasn't there. She was, she was there, but she was on the phone work call. So um, I left a, a note telling her how much I appreciate her on the on the coffee machine. I've yet to see if she's happy about this, but I would assume she is. Um, and just telling her how much that I missed her. And I, I'm sorry that I didn't greet her in the way that she should 
expect to be greeted. And I think that these Andrew Tate people are thinking, oh, God, man, you're doing control. Like, listen, if you're really out here trying to control women, you need your hard drive checking, quite frankly. Like, that's akin to being a non-star. And you need to stop being a little shitbag and actually recognize. But at the same time, I think we need to, like, as men, but just certainly as, like, anybody really, we need to listen and try and get beyond this with these young people. So the, the, the crack is this, right? If there's anybody out there, and I have years of experience of doing this, who wants to fund some youth work provision um, or put some funding bids in to do that, I will travel nationally and I will go wherever you want and I will talk to these kids and I'll take people with us who um, <laughs> maybe look a bit like the guy in that video that I've just shown there. Um, so it'll be quite hard for people to, I mean, you look at me and you're just not going to think anything, but I guarantee I could take you, so take some people along to that and it would sharpen the minds of the young people because they'd be saying the same type of things. So if you want that, holler at your boy, inbox always open, milkthecowpodcast at gmail.com, very up for getting out and getting into the schools and having some kind of like, um, schools, youth projects, whatever you want and talking to these kids. Um, I've also got a background in working with like at hard to reach at risk young people. So don't be scared. I'm not. So let's um let's work with whoever needs working with because this is mad. Right. Let's see what the comments have got to say. Right. So he's saying, tried wife thing is mental after everything women have had to fight for. It's beyond me how it's grown. Um propaganda. And um also I would suggest like people feeling like insecure, the world's insecure, cost of living, da, 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 things like that. Um, so some of them would be doing it as a grift, I would imagine, but some of them would be like, yeah, this is the way. And some people are just like that as well. You know, it's like they've been growing up around a culture like that, or they just like that because that's what they want to be. And that's like fine as long as they're not being exploited in those relationships. It's not for us to tell people like how to go on in that regard. Um, people want to, do that then that's up to them but the majority of women don't and that's a prob well certainly in the uk and that's a problem man because the with young people coming through the prevailing wind is like it's really really not good um teachers are talking about how bad this all is for them and if you want to know a bit more about that the previous one we did on andrew tate which i'll put in a folder together with this one on what channels um is worth a look it does a deeper dive so jez is saying man, when lads like that were hanging about in their souped up cars around school gates hi i do and they're probably still doing it there was a, a lass um let's say who was a little bit overdeveloped in my school um for her age and um there's always lads in sports cars coming to pick her up from the school gates and i'm just like what I, mean, I don't think it was just the one person either, to be honest with you. I remember that. I, just, I remember probably still going on. Nick's saying, this reminds me of the Derek Clive, Peter Cook, Dudley Moore, the horn sketch. I'm not familiar with it, but I'm going to watch it after this. Right, so um, Jenny's saying, I've also found that these men that treat their partners as lesser than are usually the most insecure men. And I think that destroying their confidence, etc. will keep them. Um, I agree. I know this to be true. Um, I know this to be true from people that I know and trust me, they've been challenged a bit. Um, 
just one of them, isn't it? I mean, it, the insecure ones put the, the big persona on and um, trying to do all this I'm the alpha me thing. It's not convincing, is it? But so unfortunately, these type of people are being taught to target vulnerable women. And in my experience of working with that at-risk vulnerable women, right, quite a lot of them have had um, sexual abuse in their life. And it's interesting to observe, like, how some people can be more predisposed to being groomed on the level of somebody coming along, I'll protect you and make you feel safe, love bomb them for a while, and then all of a sudden they flip the script and then they're on the game. And they're not making the money. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody needs like one of these idiots to come along and set up an OnlyFans for them or set up a webcam and do webcam work. And sex work is valid and people can do whatever they wish. It's when pimping comes into it and it opens people up to pimping that we really need to like get involved in that and get in the way. Because I see it and I've seen it all around all my adult life. The, the way men treat women. I'm going to speak on the UK, it leaves a lot to be desired and it's got a hell of a lot worse, in my view, in the way men talk about women. I'm a man, so I'm around them. I don't give a shit about your bloody so-called man club and that you can't talk about this, that, and the third. I'm a human being. I don't care about like gender or anything like that. Nobody deserves to be exploited or groomed at all. So Shazbot73, I would bloody chop it off. <laughs> Sound. I think I know who you're referring to. Hopefully not me. Actually, there's some really good stuff here further back. Um, right. Jez is saying, the third right were big fans of the Ubermensch idea. Tid pretends to be an Ubermensch, but the law disagrees. More utter melt. <laughs> Absolutely spot on. Jono's saying... That's according to the fash grifter, Samira Khan, I reckon she talked to the Taliban about it. Got you. Um, also notable is Candice Owens, you know, the one who um, groomed Kanye West um, to be basically what he is, her and her husband. She's been getting retweeted off Tate this morning, like going to bat for him, like this whole trad wife. Oh, she's the ultimate nightmare grifter. If you want to know more about that, look into who's founded Turning Point. Um, not the drugs charity in the UK, but um, there is a Turning Point UK too, but it's some kind of like fash, like right-wing kind of mash up a person's brain and have them believe down is up, left is right and all of that. I mean, it's, the, you know, there's a lot of money, right, has went into, into like achieving this so-called reality with people. And reality is just based on consensus. So it is reality now for a lot of young men that, they can treat young women in that way and it does open them up to fascist ideas and just before we get off i'm going to uh, slap a bit of this up just so you can see what the actual hell's going on two seconds a minute this where are you just bear with us. There's another set of Andrew Tate slides, which for some reason has went missing. Brilliant. I wish I'd never mentioned it. I don't know. I'll just see if I can search for them. Bear with us. Honestly, this bloody stream yard. Got them. Happy bloody days. Right. 
I did actually have them at the top of my files there, and I don't know why they weren't there. So I'm not taking StreamYard smoke for that one. Sorry about the delay. So anyway, Andrew Tate, this is what he says. says, women belong in the home, can't drive, or a man's property. He also thinks rape victims must bear responsibility for their attacks and dates women aged 18 to 19 because he can make an imprint on them according to videos posted online. Another clips. He posts with fast cars, guns, and portrays himself as a... It's just like he's trying to be a Grand Theft Auto character. It's so bloody obvious, right? So just pull up some of this stuff. So this is on how he's fueling misogyny in UK schools. This is from the iPaper. Education workers, charities, and school speakers warn that social media influencers are such as Tate again, boys that are accused of sex behavior ammunition to fight back. Teachers and social workers, la la la, overt sexism is on the rise in schools due to a combination of toxic social media influences and the aftermath of the pandemic. Pandemic, Education staff and charities say, I wish people would stop referring to the pandemic in the past tense. It's not in the past tense, it's still happening. So basically, there's a lot of like sort of like fash link up. There's teachers who are saying that um, he's just completely like messing with the kids heads they're doing the fascist salute going up to jewish students and talking about the holocaust and 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 um, it's all out there if you want to find it for yourself just rot as everywhere in it last comment from kevin before we get out uh he always found it interesting how men act as soon as women leave even if it's just to use the bathroom the misogyny just comes right out thank you kev absolutely true mate and i just can't understand like how men can go on like that and go home to their their partners if indeed their partners are female i don't get it like like how can you jump around in weather spoons like a dafty like leeching over women and just generally being horrifying we've all seen it and stood in groups where it's like that we all have every man seen that like i just don't get it I don't understand it and never will. But I tell you what, we have to talk to young people and we'll have to get into this because this is just crazy now, man. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens with these court cases, the level of denialism around it that he's fueling by sharing a non-context um, link to the Barrow um, like false rape accusation case where somebody got eight and a half years. The, the, the waters are being muddied big time and... Uh, Think of it from a perspective of a 14-year-old kid. They're not equipped to deal with this kind of thing. And they do look at him like a Grand Theft Auto character because that's how they position themselves. And guess what? Not everybody can be the alpha, bro. There's only one top G, and you're all trying to alpha people. Alpha isn't even a thing, man. But just, you know, let, let us try and just be kind to, like, these young people who are acting this way, but take any crap off them either. And um, parents, if you are listening to this and you want to um, do something about it, get out to your school, get them to get in touch with us and we'll sort it out and we'll get some funding together and we'll work it from there. Milkthecowpodcast at gmail.com. Inbox is open on the socials as well. Nice to see you today, chaps. Um, back again see you soon all the best and i'm off to whack the dog see you